I am Danika. And I am Myra. And this is the Black Women Healing Podcast. A space to discuss mental wellness. A space to dive into soul care and vulnerability. Here, we will support you on your journey as you focus on your healing. While also giving you the work along the way. Welcome to Black Women Healing Podcast. Y'all, it's official. We are an Amazon affiliate. And it's only right because I let till book is offered on Amazon. If you haven't already checked it out, go ahead and click the link in our description and check it out. Help us support you while we support us, while we all support each other, if you know what I'm saying. All right, y'all, check it out. Hey, y'all, we are back with another episode of Black Women Healing Podcast. And today is a special episode because it's just me and Myra. <laughs> um, and it's, it's about to be a dope episode. And today we actually are going to focus on grandmothers. But before we get started, we're going to start with a random discussion and y'all know Myra be coming up with them now, so I'm gonna let her ask. Oh my gosh, literally, I have like nothing. Um, wow, I literally can't think of anything. What is your favorite book from childhood? You can think of like a book besides Jenny B. Jones. Oh my goodness, I'm thinking of <laughs> Mamushka. Oh, you know what's what I'm talking that? About? No, I think it was just, it was about a Russian a Russian grandmother or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody listening to it knows. I don't think that's what it's called, but that's what the grandma. If you put that in, I'm pretty sure it'll find the book. But it was about a a kid, like I think a grandmother teaching a kid a lesson about something. But it was a Russian grandmother. The and I remember a Russian grandmother. They call their grandmothers Mamushka or something like that. And that's the first thing that just popped in mind. I've never heard of this. Or maybe the Goosebump series. Uh, <laughs> I was a goosebump person. The goosebump, but I don't know why that one just popped in my head. The mamushka thing. What about you? I'm so curious about this mamushka. Now I'm stuck on that. Okay. Yeah, but it's like a recipe book pops up and like random stuff. Um, mine would definitely be the Cheetah Girls. The Cheetah Girls. Yeah, so where I grew up in Inglewood, <laughs> on La Brea and Centinella, it was this bookstore called Zara's Books and Things. And I was in there every Friday. And it's crazy because, like, I know Zara and her mom. And she be like, you back again? I'm like, yeah, like, I got to get my fix. Like, I needed to get, like, the new book. And then Costco started selling, like, you could get four Cheetah Girl books in one book. And I never went back to Zara's after that. Because I was like, I don't need to no more because Zara's just selling one book. And I'm like, I'm looking for my next fix. Like, I need the next book. Um, How old was you? Oh, that lasted a few years. Wow. I don't know. And then there was this one book I really, really liked. It was Marisol Magdalena. And it was about two girls. They grew up in New York. And they they happened to be from Panama. And they ended up linking up in New York. And it was just talking about, like, their experience, like, growing up in New York and their parents being, like, first generation in New York. It was really good. Oh, so you was was reading the books of, like, people's lives, kind of. (sighs) Well, not the Cheetah Girls, though. That was, like... (laughs) <laughs> I don't even remember. It's so fictional. Yeah, I don't even remember what the, I don't think I read the Cheetah Girls book. It was like the movie, but more, way more detail. Yeah, it was really good. And I read Goosebumps too. But my mom would be like, can you read something else? Like, that's all you read. Do you watch a Goosebumps show? Like, watching it as a adult is actually good. Nah, what's what's sit on right now? Um, <laughs> me and Isaac be watching it. It's scary because I really don't like scary stuff. It's a kid scary. Like, yeah. it'll make you laugh. Am I going to jump? You know, you like, I jump and I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Like, I'll be laughing after. <laughs> but, like, it's really good. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch it. 
I'm a punk. It's so good. I don't like to be. I don't like to jump. <clears throat> I don't want to jump. Flashback to your childhood. What was um your favorite artist? If you could like name one or two. Like who was you listening to? Who would you have posters of? I, I wouldn't have posted child. Huh? Nope. I I was one of those. Uh, I had a SpongeBob room when I was too old to be having, but I was really into it. Me and my cousin, we both SpongeBob. Uh, it's I know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I had Hello Kitty for like years. Okay. See. But see? SpongeBob. Yes, SpongeBob is hilarious. It's, and then SpongeBob, you can watch it no matter how old you are. Is and it still comes out. You know, new episodes still come out. Is Hello Kitty a show? She ain't got no mouse. Oh. <laughs> so, it's not a show then, right? I think it actually is a show, maybe in Japan, but I'm not aware of any episodes. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Like, where's Hello? Where How would she talk, mean? though? I don't know. She really has no mouth. I never thought about it. But, yeah, SpongeBob, and then as far as, like, other than that, I never was, like, a child who proposes and stuff. But I was actually a kid who, like, we, we most definitely should have been listening to Pretty Ricky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember, um, I think Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky. We, like, we were some old, so R&B stuff. So I remember my cousin. My first city, my first CD ever was, um, um, City High, you know that song. Oh, what would you do if your girl was at home? Yeah, that was wow. my first CD as a kid. Wow. I was probably like eight. Well, and I'm over here. What would you do if you? Oh at my home? god! Like, why am I saying this? I don't remember hey. my first CD. Oh no, I think my first CD was like Aaliyah. No, I was a Sammy. One of the two. Oh, I listened to a lot of like Sammy, Aaliyah, and I loved uh, Coffee Brown. I don't know what it was. Coffee Brown. After the party, let's take a little time. I know that's... Is that Coffee Brown? Yeah. Oh, snap. Them and um, Tweet. Oh, oh. <laughs> and it's crazy thinking, like, back on these scenes, because my cousin worked at a record store, and these people would come, and I'd be the first person in line, like, oh, my God, I got to get, like, the... I got to get everything signed. Like, I remember meeting Tweet, like, meeting these people, and, like, just going crazy. So, of course, I had the posters. So, I was like, they got to sign something. Like, what? Yeah, see, you, you know, grew up in the fabulous, um, oh like, L.A. Gosh. area, so we didn't have people coming all the time. We used to have this thing called, like, the Russ Park. What's that? Bus. Like, every year before school started, they would have, like, this event where they would give away backpacks uh, and stuff so like that. So then random celebrities would show up to that. Yep, they'll have, like, different. But that, other than that, we really didn't get, like, too many people mm-hmm. coming to, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, like, for us, like it's you have a record just store, just being at a record store and yeah. it being like a sign and a, nah. You know Kelvin Penn and Kel? Mm-hmm. He be the only person you see at those things. Him or like Nick Cannon. And it's just like, we've seen y'all how many times now? See, I wouldn't mind seeing what's called it a few times. Who, Kel? All of them, they funny. I'm shocked you don't see them around LA. Like, they always be around. I don't be, well, one, right? Cause Where we, you live at, pay attention when you're walking down the street. Because I've walked down the street and, like, the game drives by. Or, like, I, YG. That's all like, I'm about to say. I, I'm, I'm, I do not be paying attention. One time, where's Chestnut drove by? And I was like. <laughs> I find it's more Chestnut in the Inglewood. <laughs> yeah. Because the service spoon is right there. The who? The service spoon. The serving spoon. Is that where everybody? Yeah, is that where everybody goes? Something. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. One time, Barack Obama was leaving. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, nah. what is happening? What do y'all know that I don't? But yeah, nah, I've been there once. Well, I see. That's the thing. I haven't actually sat down there and ate. I just order food and pick it up. 
Yeah, you gotta sit down. I gotta go and sit there and eat. I, mm, yeah, no, I need to. I need to do more. But then anyway, I like going on Sundays with the champagne. <laughs> Is that what you like? Because <laughs> it's free. They give you a free champagne with your Sunday brunch. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's just one glass, but of course, I see you to buy more. But yeah, they might as well put a little bit of orange juice in there, making you a little more. They do. Oh, okay. Pineapple <laughs> juice, you know. Oh my let's God. let's make it happen. That's hilarious. <laughs> let's do it. But so that's our random discussion. I feel like it was like it was like a two parter. We was on a roll. Next, mm-hmm. I was on like, "What was your show?" <laughs> oh Lord! Oh Lord! <laughs> My childhood. And if it wasn't like, cousins here, what was you watching? SpongeBob. You know about Taina? I feel like nobody knows about that show but me because nobody talks about it. I think it's because a lot of people didn't watch it. It came on after I a lot love of those Tyena. things. Me too. Oh my goodness! I feel like Raven was trying to be her. That's a raven. Dang, why you gotta do raven like that? Cause don't you notice like the similarities? Except no, raven Taina was more, like, had like goofy. the, but she was had the Latino Latina culture type of thing. Taina. Yeah, I feel like raven was supposed to be the black version. Oh no, I think about that. But Taina wasn't corny. I cause cause that's a raven is corny. That's the difference between Nickelodeon and Disney. Disney puts corny so, spin on stuff. Yeah, now you're right. Cause Nickelodeon is more like. Just regular funny, like life funny type of yeah. thing. But now I don't know. Cause With that's, the, the audience laughing in the back. That's so Raven was hilarious, too. Yeah, well, it was some funny. Hey, the character development. That's what it, that's what I miss. Like, the little stuff, like, when you think about shows, like, that's so Raven. You got, like, the, the teacher who spit. Oh, and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have, like, the certain characters. The one, I think it was, like, the stinky boy. Like, stuff like yeah. that. Like, the character development on them shows is yeah. amazing. Uh-huh. Y'all, where I grew up, so our school, you would think we were broke. We didn't have no real field trips, but we went to go see these shows. And sitting in the audience, they make you fake laugh for everything. Like, we went to go see, like, Judge Jordan, Nassau Raven. Like, there so those to go there? shows. Yeah. The only shows I would like, though, was, like, Will of Fortune, because it's like, you just be quiet and clap. Oh, so but these wanna... shows, it's like, everybody laugh. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, Basically, again? This shit ain't real. And don't let you have to do it over. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, can we go to a regular field trip? Take us to the museum. Why are we going to be here? That sounds fun, though. I went to... I mean, I was going to all of them, obviously. Right. And, I mean, well, sometimes they be giving y'all like, little goodie bags and stuff, right? No, no, we never got that. Oh, hell no. <laughs> um, well, I think that's something they should do. Um, yeah. but I went to the Dr. Phil show when I first moved I up to, LA, to go to that. And I was like, never again. Cause like you said, it's so prompted, uh, like the laughing and, you know, and actually we were, it was like, they recorded like two, three shows in one day. So it was like a very tiring, like, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was just a lot. It felt mm. like a job. Like as an audience member, it feels like a job. So yeah, it's free and you get to see the show, but I was like, I ain't doing it. I was hurt when I couldn't get to the Tyra Banks show. Cause you have to be 16. And it was like the week before I turned 16, the show got canceled. And I was like, what the hell? Like, what are the odds? I waited for this all my life. You remember Kiki Kiki Palmer had a show? Yeah, was it good? I liked it. I I heard it had really good reviews and people were asking what happened to it. I like Kiki Palmer, yeah. Um, I would like to go on a show like that then. Maybe, well, no, I don't know. It was just too much work. Because I'm pretty sure those shows, you still got to clap. And they probably take, they they don't just take one show. They probably... Well, Wendy oh, Williams, she seemed like she's the one who... Hers is live every day, right? Yeah, see, if I go to New York, I'm going to see Wendy, Wendy Williams. Williams. Yeah. Everybody know I love her. Maybe we should figure Y'all that out. Y'all don't judge me. Maybe we should figure that yeah, out. Yeah, and she got lots of the audience now. Yeah. I love Wendy Williams. 
So yeah, y'all. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our episode. Today we're talking about grandmas and their influence. And so to kick it off, Donika, tell me a little bit about the grandma you want to discuss today. Because we got to pick one. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Why would you Oh, no. It's... Are both your grandmas still alive? Yeah. Okay. Thankfully, gratefully, all of that good stuff. Yeah. Um, It's hard. You want to talk about both? Um, We can. I'll talk about one for sake of time. And also... Just... Girl, bye. I'll talk about one. I'll follow the instructions. Um, <laughs> so, but I most definitely love both of my grandmothers. And, you know, to have, like, your maternal grandmother, your paternal grandmother in your life, like, present is, is pretty dope. Um, yeah. I actually grew up with both my great-grandmothers in my life, too. Wow. And so, up until, I think my, my great-grandmother on my, my dad's side passed away now, like, like, four years ago. Whoa. Um, maybe three or four years ago. But before then, she, you know, she she had been there. Uh, then my other great-grandmother, she did pass away when I was probably, like, 14 or something. Okay. But I grew up with grandmothers. Yeah. Yeah. But, so... And talking about grandmothers, I would choose my grandmother. I we call out and where I'm we we call our grandmothers Granny. So we say Granny Tina, Granny, you know whatever your name is. Uh, so my Granny Tina, that's my dad's mom, and I would say that that's who I'll be talking about. That lady love you. <laughs> I don't even know her. I just see her on Facebook. I'm like, who is this? But Granny Tina loved everybody. If I brought oh. you around, she would do the same for you. Like, she would be oh, common. Wow. Like, she loves, like, she's just really one of those type of grandmother-like yeah. people. She got so many grandchildren. But And I'll be like, how do you remember our names? Because at this point, she has great-grand, great-great-great-grand. Like, she has A. Oh, my god! But, no, like, that's serious. If I brought you does around. she remember? If I brought you around. She'll never forget you. That is funny. Yeah. But that's who I'm going to talk about today. Who do you think? Which grandmother you going to choose? This is hard. I'm, oh, I shouldn't oh. even ask this question. Um, hmm. I don't know. Because I don't know. Okay, I'll talk about my mom's mom. I mean, I could talk about my dad's mom, but she's interesting. <laughs> I always say that grandma is like weird. Because it's like she loves me, but like she is, she has a weird way of showing it. Um, I'm like the daughter she always wanted because she didn't have any like daughters, so like she's done stuff for me, but still, I'd be like, something about her is weird. <laughs> and I, I tell her, like, Grandma, you're so weird, it's <laughs> something about you. But my mom's mom, Granny, which everybody call her Granny, granny. even her kids call her Granny, which is so weird because it's like <laughs> that's your mom, not your Granny. Um, I'll talk about her. She's also like the neighborhood granny. She's okay. everybody granny. So like uh, where my mom grew up, everybody on the street know her. People have stayed in her garage, stayed in her house. Like she's everybody's granny. Like I didn't know the lady name for a while because I was so used to people calling her granny. Like I never heard nobody call her like by her name or call her mom. It was just granny. So yeah, I'll talk about my mom's mom. Ain't that interesting, y'all, that we both, like, both the grannies we talking about, everybody calls them granny, everybody, like, knows Everybody. Gets that and I would be so confused, yeah. like, are, are we cousins? Like, <laughs> why are you calling her granny? Oh, yeah, that's such and such from down the street. I'm like, what? Not I'm lost. Right, right. Not yeah. your, basically, it's not your granny. Don't call my granny granny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love my granny, though. Um, what's something your grandma has told you that has actually no I want to start and share a little bit about your grandma like paint the picture for us who um, 
Because when you, you're thinking about someone who's lived life at this point, right? That grandma's young, though, right? She is young, and that's the thing. Even mm-hmm. within, like, her being a younger grandmother, like, she's lived a lot of life. Like, mm-hmm. my grandmother had my dad when she was 14, right? Wow. And so, 14 years old, <coughs> raising a kid. Mm-hmm. Back then, like, imagine that. Yeah. I think. Um, she had four children. My grandmother... She she got married when she was younger, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that lady done been through a lot, child. Uh, and she had talk about it. That's that's what I like about my grandma. Maybe you should have had her on today. <gasps> oh, <laughs> she would most definitely do it too. Oh, we gonna have to do that. I mean, she be promoting our stuff all the time. We gonna have to do that. Yeah, we gonna have to. We'll get her a little clip or something in. But yeah, yeah no, nah, for sure. She's down to like you know, to answer and ask all, all of that good stuff. But I I guess in talking about her, I would define her as, like, resilient in the sense of, like I said, she's been through a lot of different struggles from, like, um, you know, violence and, mm-hmm. you know, all drugs and, you know, mm-hmm. growing, I mean, you, you're at least thinking of, like, Grandma, even our parents, they actually grew up obviously in the crack pandemic and all of that stuff. And they did, yeah. and so you're dealing with like drugs, you're dealing with racism <laughs> on a whole different, very personal level, mm-hmm. you're dealing with systemics of like your environment. Uh, that's when you know, obviously, I feel like a lot of times the men we're going through the whole like a lot of black men especially in particular we're going through a lot of, like jail the jail system yeah um and just not being able to be in the homes mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it was a lot of violence back then too when you yeah. were, i don't know I don't, I don't know if you've ever like sat down and talked to some of these older folks but a lot of them was shot and you know stabbed and killed too and i was normal yep um so yeah just she's just been through a lot so i would most definitely say resilient i would say um like a, a caretaker like you talking about oh anybody can stay i wouldn't say that's what anybody can stay but she gonna take care of you she's one of them, like grannies and that's why i like i don't like it especially now i'll be like don't i don't think people y'all don't need to call her don't call her for everything you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying but if you call her and be like hey i don't know poo poo need pampers or something <laughs> poo poo gonna get pampers you know what i'm saying <laughs> i don't care what time of the day is yeah poo poo go get some pamphlets and that's just what it is she's, yeah. she's gonna make sure you're good so i think of like caretaker provider um compassionate going over beyond she's one of the people who just can get along with anybody yeah. you go to bingo or something with her you like why well, everybody know you because <laughs> you don't have to talk to everybody <laughs> or they don't have to talk to you like that infectious type of personality yeah. where people just start talking you just like yeah okay um <laughs> and um yeah my grandmother she is married she's this she's been with my grandfather i call him my papa just because he's been around since i was a kid so that's like my grandfather yeah. and she's been around him been with him since i was a, you know that's all i know but so they've been together and she's married and you know they both retired and living a nice little life in a nice house and you know they they doing their thing over there nice um, okay so that's how i would describe her okay my grandma, she has seven kids, Ooh. and yeah, <laughs> she came from Louisiana, her and her siblings, and they all moved to Compton when Compton was white, and they all lived near each other, and my grandma 
miraculously bought herself this little pink house. Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all are familiar with Compton, you know they have massive yards. Like you got a massive front yard, massive backyard. You got yo driveway hey, hose like. Because now I, be a ton of my I house didn't even there. think about that. Yo, driving hose like four or five cars. Mm-hmm. Um, had veggies growing in the backyard. And the company also known for horses. Had horses in her backyard, whatever. Um, so that's my grandma. But she's lived a, a long life too. Oh, she's passed away now. Mm-hmm. But she's lived a long life too. Like most of her kids have passed away before her. And so we will always talk about how does she like. Because she always be singing. Always, my grandma always talked about how she was packing away to go to heaven, which I'd be like, Grandma, shut up. Like, she'd clean her house. Like, I think I, you know, I got to prepare for my time. I'd be like, girl, what, is, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean you packing to go? Away. You can't take nothing with you. <laughs> but she's seen, like, a lot of tragedy in her life, which is really sad. Like, she's seen her kids, because my, my grandma lives in those train tracks. Her kids have been killed by the train. Her kids have died from, you know, alcohol addiction, from, like, different illnesses and stuff. And the lady was still pushing on. My cousins got killed on her front porch. Still Ooh. pushing on. Like, she lived rough life, but still singing all the time. She got up at 4 a.m. to, oh, my God. So, when I was staying at my grandma's house, she always had people staying with her. Mm-hmm. Like, it was always people in the living room, the garage. My brother grew up there. always had cousins over. So, I would sleep in her bedroom. Said every morning at 4 a.m. on the prayer line. <laughs> All I know is I roll over and hear somebody singing. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm on the prayer line, child. Shut up. That's what she was saying? Yeah, she would be singing on the prayer line. My grandma, like, she, I don't know, like, she made things happen in her life, like, so, like, interestingly. Because, I mean, it was hard for her to really get a job. She didn't have no education. She never drove. Mm-hmm. But she'd get a little bit of money, go play horses and flip it. And she'd come back with money. She'll, like, win the lotto. She would, like, just randomly get, like, these buckets of money. Like I said, like, she paid for her house. House paid off. Um, she always, like, made things happen for people. And I'd be like, how do you do this, lady? Like, what? Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I don't know that I would describe her as resilient, though. Because... She, like, I don't want to put that on her because she still had her struggles. Like, I would more so say it as um, she persevered. Like, mm-hmm. with all the people, like, dying. Like, most of her kids died before her. Like, when she died, she only had three out of the seven kids left. Three? Three out of the seven kids, yes. Wow. So, knowing that, like, your kids have passed on, like, her siblings passed right before her too and she was like the middle child i want to say she had like 13 siblings oh my goodness they all passed away before her like her younger siblings her old she had one brother left when she passed and he ended up passing shortly after her but i mean the lady like (laughs) i wouldn't describe her as nice because my grandma will talk shit like if your child ugly she gonna be like oh my god what's wrong with your child (laughs) like but funny at the same time so it's like you laugh because you can't control it but she just oh my god just brutally honest they like they gonna tell you they gonna lie she gonna tell you to your face too yeah she was (laughs) she was funny but i feel like she she will always tell me, like, when you want something, like, you work hard, and, like, she was my person. Like, I always, like, leaned on her. Love that lady. But I would describe her as someone who persevered, and I would definitely describe her as soulful. Because even though I used to be like, Grandma, can you stop singing? Because <laughs> they would be like, oh! I'm like, where is this going? Like, you ain't even singing the song. Like, what is happening? So I would say, yeah, 
some little person is so exactly cool. Yeah, and a real grandma though, because we be talking. That's how I know she sleep. And I'm like, what happened? We'll take her outside to go tend to her plants and stuff. We'll pull up in the driveway. She knocked out. And I'm like, what is happening? Don't wake me up. You see, I'm sleep. And I'm like, you're sleeping in the driveway. Yeah. What is it to you? So she was our grandma. She watched Good Times all day. That's why I know Ooh. every Good Times episode, Sanford and Son. Mm-hmm. And if you turn the channel and she would sleep, she would wake up and cuss you out. Okay. But she didn't for real cuss you out. And more so like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> she was interesting because it was like you had to like her. Like, you couldn't not like mm-hmm. her. But yeah, that's my grandma. That's how I would describe her. But I thank her for, um, for moving here, starting a new life here. Um, her background, she was a maid most of the time. And then she moved here and she made miracles happen. I feel like she's like the queen of manifest and stuff. She's like, I want me a little pink house. She got her little pink house. She wanted a car, even though she can't drive. Got her a car. Like, anything she wanted. she I think she went on the prices right before. Mm-hmm. Anything she wanted, like, she made happen. So, I really love that about her. Um, what is something your grandma has told you that has stuck with you? <laughs> Why the face? So many things. Yeah, so many lessons. I feel like that she doesn't talk. That's grandma's for you. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll most definitely call her right now and be like, Granny, tell me a lesson. <laughs> and she gonna have a few for you real quick. Um, Daddy um, K, I don't know. Uh, um, this is a hard one, huh? It is because I feel like I'm trying to think of. I don't. It hasn't been like I don't know what my pillow say that she got me. Oh, she got you a pillow. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> um, that's my great grandmother. She, my great grandmother, used to give us gifts, and they always would have our names initials, our some our names Aww. on it. I still got plenty. I got like plenty of stuff from that. Those are really thoughtful gifts to have that yeah. will be like something you can always have but yeah I, I don't know I guess just thinking of just how she shows up in general mm-hmm. um I don't know you got something you want to go first while I think I mean I told you a million times what my grandma said I think what's your grandma say people have told me I say this all the time but my grandma always says that um the people that you want in your life that don't show up in your life are the people who will beg to be in your life she's always said that and one person in particular i won't say who they are but this one person in particular i always wanted them to like show up be there for me but it was like they were like in their own little bubble and my grandma was like he's gonna beg to be in your life like all the time and now he do <laughs> and my mom always makes a joke out of it like my mom always said that and I'm like, I wish I could tell her, though, like, you don't want for people to beg to be in your life because you reach certain things. It should be because they want to be there. And I always am curious, like, what would her response have been? But she said that my entire life. Like, people will not show up how you want them to, but once you reach greatness, because I know you're going to be great, like, they're going to beg to be in your life. And so, yeah, I always think about that. Because I'm like, hmm, I wonder what her response would be if I could. Because at first I used to be like, Stop, Grandma. Like, don't say that. But now I'm like, I wonder what her response would be if I was like, but I don't want them to beg when it's too late, you know? Like, I want them to, like, show up when they're supposed to. Right. I think that's a, that in itself is, like, an internal 
exploration, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, of like, why do you want people to show up if they wasn't showing up, period? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Type of thing. But maybe that's like one of those. Yeah, you can really explore that. Yeah. 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 I most definitely, I don't, yeah, no. Don't come in my life if, if you, if, don't, don't wait. If, if it wasn't there, let's go ahead and leave it there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, that's a good one, though. Especially, like, I feel like a lot of us can listen to that. Not even just, like, the kids, but, like, yeah, we we all yearn for, like, acceptance and mm-hmm. all of that. But I don't know. I keep saying the social media piece. I feel like social media really is affecting a lot of people. Mm, I feel like my grandma more so now I'm thinking about it. I feel like she was so big on forgiveness because I would see people, like, do her so wrong. And I'd be so confused. Like, I've seen people do her wrong, wrong. And the way her heart was is just like, you know, people do me wrong, but who am I to not forgive them? And I always be like, what the hell? Like, no, like people have done you really wrong. Like this is like the fifth time. And she always be like, who am I to not forgive? And so it makes me think about like that piece where I'm like, do I really want to forgive you? Cause now you want to show up. So then right. it's making me think like, you know, if she did teach me this. Maybe I should try to forgive. You know, I'll be over it though. Like, what? it's levels to it. It's levels. It but I is. do think, like, a, being cordial or whatever, like, you know, depend, it depends on what's happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if it's something like, I don't know, you forgot to call me, and, a, and I don't I don't know, support me in a different time, depending on what was going on. All right. But if it's something pretty, mm-hmm. I, I can't even think of nothing right now. But I think it's, it's levels to this thing. But, um,. That's a good one. It's definitely levels, but I feel like, I don't know. Because I'm trying to break away from this thing of, I feel like when people have certain titles in your life, you expect certain things from them. And I'm really trying to break away from that. Like, let's say, for example, if you're my best friend, I expect for you to do X, Y, and Z thing. And if you don't do it, it's just like, ooh. Like, that doesn't feel good. Or like moms, for example. Like, you know, you think of a mom being nurturing, doing this thing, doing that thing. And then when the person doesn't meet it, it's just like, ouch like what do I do with that how do I move forward with these things I expect from you because I think you should have expectations for people you you can but you also have to realize that everybody has different ways of showing up and so either it's one of those where you are nurturing the relationship and you literally have to teach people how to treat you even your mom sometimes and people think that she you know your mom is supposed to know but no you have to teach even your mom how to treat you yeah all right whoever and so either you do that or you just accept that this person is not going to show up in this way that you think and you have other avenues of like people who do show up in you this way so you maybe yeah. it's not maybe your mom don't show up this way but then you do have your best friend who shows up in another way yeah like you you picking you, I feel like you can kind of create that or if you want them to show up you you have to say something a lot of the time yeah 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 I yeah, mean the person is. that we're talking about I might as well just say it because he don't listen to the podcast my dad <laughs> he don't listen to this one y'all he doesn't listen to the podcast he don't like he barely even know what I do he knew when I had a podcast till a year later but I feel like with him a lot of people are like <clears throat> that's just how he is and I come to a point in my life where I don't care how you are. Mm-hmm. If you want to be in my life, you're going to change. You don't have to. Yeah. So, like, with him, there's, like, a lot of back and forth. To now, though, I'm at the point where I'm just, like, I don't care anymore. Like, I mean, I care, but it's, like, either you show up how I ask you or you just don't show up. Right. But it happens some, some improvements, though, right? No. I feel like it's on a week-to-week basis because, like, oh. for example, like, I, like, said something to my mom, and so my mom takes it to heart. 
So I don't know what she called and told him. So there was improvement within the next day. But that was over the course of a week. It's a new week. I ain't heard from that man. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a cycle where it's just like, all right, now you're about to have a whole grandchild. Like, you need to change yourself, fool. Like, you can't be like that with your grandkids. Yeah. You have to change. And maybe so. I do feel like that, too. A lot of times, like, obviously my experience that I'm talking about with my granny, I know my dad loves my mom, but I'm pretty sure he's had a very different experience with her than, like, I'm getting and that her grandkids are getting. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, you hear that all the time, where the grandkids get treated completely different. You're like, where was that compassion? You hugging, you emotion and all of that. Where my was mom that really at? said that about her mom because she was like, my mom was kind of, like, hard and stuff. Like, I knew she loved me, but she would curse at me sometimes. And I'm like, we had a very different experience. <laughs> very different because, yeah, this lady, like I, like I said, I slept in her bed all the time. Like, that was my homegirl. Like, I called her. She knew all my business. Like, yeah, and she fun. never spilled the tea. Like, she wasn't telling my business to people. Like, that's my homegirl. Yeah. So, who knows? It might, you know, change. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things change. But we'll see. Right. <laughs> but um, I was over here thinking. I'm thinking of, like, my grandmother. I feel like I've talked about this on one of the episodes or something. Um, That she's most definitely, like, the whole... Like, speak up for yourself. And I think of, like, a time going to a nail shop and Oh, you she, did tell about this, And she yeah. been like, do you like that? And we'd be like, eh. Why you gonna pay for something you don't like? <laughs> type of thing. You know, like, why would you pay for it? Yeah. And being like, because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, like, speaking up in certain situations. Especially where you feel like people don't put in time I guess like mm-hmm. you know if you go to a nail shop they not over here sit here and did the most and you don't like it and you know you're like oh I don't like it and you know it's just uncomfortable but yeah, it you, is very uncomfortable. you have to speak up and yeah. even in uncomfortable situations like don't walk away without being able to get what you need from something so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm, I ain't gonna lie I don't like my nails right now uh <laughs> why not just the shape of them um and I didn't speak up so sometimes I do sometimes it's a struggle y'all um, yeah, I ain't got my nails done since the last time I went and got them done because I hated them. I took them off within a few days. And yeah. I was like, this is why I go to LA for my nails because this oh. is just, well, Compton. Because this is just bad. Yeah. It's a few little San Diego spots I'm thinking of. But, yeah, like, but overall, speaking up for yourself. And I, if you know me overall, I'm a pretty vocal person. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, shout out to Granny for that. So then, I wanted to ask you to share a memory. Do you have a memory, though? Besides that? Girl, my granny talk about this memory all the time. Uh-oh. I actually don't remember, but Uh-oh. it's hilarious. Story time. So, <laughs> so, it, so this is actually, they say that when I was a kid, I always been stubborn and really, like, headstrong, like, speak up. So, my mom them, and I blame this, I blame it on them. As a kid, on everybody's birthday, you would get a gift, too. It would, like, it would lightweight what? feel like your birthday, too. And so, they stopped doing it. I don't know how I, I probably was like five or something and my granny was like oh I guess she was like you know we can't keep doing that you know think about how much money you spend. I don't know the reason why but she basically sat me down I said the kids down and was like um I was my sister's birthday or something I was like where are my gift or something you know and she was like oh you know baby you know you're not gonna get a gifted you know we're not gonna do that and she says that I was like you ain't gotta never give me nothing oh <laughs> She said that I was like, you don't have to ever give me nothing type of like I was just like upset about it and was like not feeling it. And she said that she was like, all right, little girl, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh 
my and so, god, never give me nothing. Yeah, I said you ain't never have to give me nothing. So she said this was like, so my sister's birthday is in September, so I'm guessing that was had to had to be in. So here come Christmas, and she said that she is asking us, "What do we want for Christmas?" And, and I said, still talking about don't give me nothing. I said nothing. Like, don't give me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like first of all, the memory of my like that's how you know I'm stubborn because I want I don't remember, but for a kid, because you know kids, you know usually they, you know it's like they forget that attention span. Yeah, like she was holding on to that. Yes. And so, oh my and so she, when she talk about that story, I just be like, dang, I was a little, little, oh my God. little stubborn little thing. <laughs> um, and I, I, I can't, I can see that. Uh, because my feel, I'm, I'm sensitive. And so like, yeah. and that's, that's why I, I blame them. Because why would y'all keep giving y'all kids these gifts? Because mm-hmm. then I didn't understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what you mean I can't get enough gifts? Yeah. If I can't get a gift every time, I don't give none of the time. <laughs> But she talk about that story all the time, so I was I love hearing it because I think it's just hilarious. Um, that is hilarious. so I would say that it's one of mine, <laughs> girl. <laughs> like who did I think I was? A kid. That's what the kids do. Talk about you ain't gotta give me nothing. That's how I am to to this day. Too. I don't like I don't like feeling like a burden. You know, if I yeah. feel like that, you, you can ain't gotta give me nothing. You can keep it. <laughs> um. My memory of my grandma, so I'll never forget this one day. So, you know how I said she would be talking about she packing up to go to heaven, whatever, she cleaning mm-hmm. her house. And this one time she was like really going, like cleaning her house. And I'll never forget, she was like sitting like halfway in her room, halfway in the living room. Because my grandma, she was always in a wheelchair. That was like her chair instead of sitting in a regular chair. She was sitting in a wheelchair? Yes. And she was rolling around, like, <laughs> even because she could walk. Yeah. Um, so anyway, long story short, what happened? Oh, she was like doing her clean art ever, and I think like Sanford and Son or something was on. Oh no, Soul Food was on the movie, and I never forget. She was like doing her thing, whatever, whatever. She didn't really talk, and then when I was leaving, she was like, she yelled something. I didn't hear her, so I was like, what did she say? So then I went back, opened the door. She's like, oh, I love you. And then a few days later, she ended up passing away, and it was crazy because. She, three days later, she, like, went to the hospital, and we were like, what's going on? But my grandma was always in and out the hospital, so I didn't take it serious. So I was like, she fine. Long story short, she's in the hospital. Her health got really bad. She ended up passing away. And I say all that to say, it was weird because the way she yelled, I loved you, Soul Food was on. Soul Food played, like, for a whole week straight. It was so weird. Like, that's the only thing that came on the TV. And, like, I don't know why that memory is, like, so vivid, but I just remember that moment because I remember we came back to her house after she passed because, like I said, I always have family living there, but the house is, like, empty, like, this whole time she was gone. I think we just drive by to check on it, but the neighborhood knew her. Like, the door was always unlocked. We never locked the door. Wow. Yeah. Dangerous Compton. We never locked the door. <laughs> but the neighborhood watched the house and stuff. And I just remember when we were turning back, it was so, like, eerie because it was, like, soul food play over and i'm not talking about the soul food show i'm talking about the movie it played over and over and over and i just remember everything was like the same way she left it and like i still like have vivid like imagery of like the way she was like halfway in her room halfway out because it's either she was fully in the living room or fully in her bedroom like she was Mm -hmm. never like in and out like that and the way she like called me back because usually i just like (laughs) 
me and my grandma, we had a funny relationship. It's like we were mean to each other, but we were nice. Usually I'd be like, oh my God, like, shut up. Like, what do you want? Like, I'm yeah. not coming back to see. <laughs> but this time I remember, like, going back to see, like, what does she want? Because it must have been, like, something serious. And, yeah, she's like, she made it on. Like, I love you. Even I was, like, with my mom, too, and other people. Like, she didn't say it to them. Wow. And it's crazy because my mom had just bought me, like, this digital camera. And prior to that... I was taking pictures of my grandma because I was just like, whatever. Like, I'm just clicking stuff. Take pictures of her sleeping. Because she would sleep like this. <laughs> so I took pictures of her sleeping. I took pictures of her, like, sitting in her chair, like, hanging out. Keep in mind, like, nobody took pictures of her. All her pictures were like, oh. And so I also remember when they were creating a dish where they were stressed out because they were like, we want to have, like, a recent picture that reflects how she looks. And I remember telling my mom, like, actually, like, I've been taking pictures of her, like, the past week. So, it was just weird how things happened. Like, I took all these pictures of her. She called me back. And, like, the Soul Food thing. Like, even now, like, I love Soul Food, the show. But it's weird watching the movie. Because, like, I have, like, flashbacks of, like, what the hell? Like, this is so eerie. Like, the way that all happened. But, yeah, that was my lady. Love that lady. Yeah, that she sounds amazing. It's she like is. It was like she was like so like rough around the edges, but like so like sweet at the same time. Cause like yeah. I'm saying, usually if she like called me, I'd be like, I'm not going back. Cause she gonna ask me to do something. <laughs> like I'm not. Cause you know how grandmas be like, hand me this, do hand this, do that. Me. Yeah, go to the store real quick and come back. So usually I would be like, I'm not going back. I'm act like I didn't hear nothing. Cause also she had all my cousins live with her. She had like six of my cousins live with her. Literally, and my brother. Yeah. So I'm like, she got options of people. <laughs> so you knew your grandmother loved you. Yeah, she definitely loved me. She let it be known like all the time. She would <laughs> it's very weird. She'd bite you. That's how she let you know. <laughs> oh dang. She bit all her grandkids. When you're a baby, like that was just the thing she did. Like she bit them. And the baby be screaming and stuff. <gasps> yeah. She bit oh, all her grandkids. Baby. That was like her mark, like and oh my god, random. So, remember how I said her sister lived around the corner? Mm. So, her sister had just as many kids, just as many grandkids. <laughs> she would call her sister. Yeah, I saw y'all grandchild. They look like a puppy dog. Like, <laughs> my grandkids don't look like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we would be looking like, Grandma, you cannot call and tell people that. What the heck? Not but, a puppy dog. Yeah, she was hilarious. How has your grandma impacted your life as a black woman? <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think unconsciously, um, you know, it's so interesting because in my household, I feel like in specific, like how things are now, where it's like very obviously, I'm not black, you know what I'm saying? I grew up in Kentucky, but like. I don't feel like it was ever, like, a specifics to being a black woman. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, like, even, like, my mom or thinking of my granny, I don't know where being, like, specifically, like, you are a strong black woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't never really remember hearing that, which is so interesting. It was just more, like, I guess watching them, mm-hmm. lean by example, mm-hmm. like, being able to see them show up in a room, like, yeah. no matter who they're in front of, they're going to show up, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, as themselves. Mm-hmm. Um and not demean like I don't want to say demean but I don't like I don't my grandmother she was never like even growing up in her you know what I'm saying her era like it's not bowing down to a white person or mm-hmm. something like that so I was just I guess just 
taught me as a black woman just to like have my head had my head held high in the sense of like how I feel about myself mm-hmm. and just like confidence. Um, she was my my grandmother. She oh that lady there. Oh yeah, she keep us up together. Like she the jury and the the mm-hmm. cup the color coordination. Like the yo you gonna you gonna be nice. She ain't yeah. playing like that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, she most definitely one of them grandmothers. The whole bonnet thing that was going on. I think I talked about that. She ain't having it. You ain't going out the house with no slippers on, no bonnet, nothing like that. And that's just because she felt like you're supposed to have like your best foot forward when you walk out the house type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, I guess literally just watching her life is was the example of, like, mm-hmm. just being the the best that you can be type of thing. Yeah. Never stress to, mm-hmm. like, family family being something important mm-hmm. in my life in general. Yeah. Um, she's never been, like, you don't need, like, a partner or a spouse. And, obviously, she has a spouse. Mm-hmm. But it's never was, like, it never felt like. You know, some people family push it on you. Like, yeah. you need to get married. You, mm-hmm. you need to have... It was never. It still is never. Yeah. Like, they don't... She don't push stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, just living your truth. Go out here do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah. Have fun. And that's pretty much it. What about you? I agree. I think it's interesting growing up in, like, a predominantly black neighborhood. Because, I mean, like I said, like, I grew up in Inglewood where... Like, I feel like I grew up in, like, a black bubble. Because, like, I didn't realize white people, this is going to sound wild, but I didn't realize white people were a thing until I moved to San Diego. Because everywhere you went, like, growing up there, everybody was black. Nobody was in competition with each other. You had, like, a few Mexican people. You had the three Filipino girls that I always went to school with. Like, everybody knew them. We knew where they lived. Um, Small community. And then my family all lives in Compton. Same thing. Everybody black. The Mexican people that live there, we know all of them. Um, like, we literally all know each other. And I feel like my mom was the only person that ever talked about, like, race sometimes here and there. But that was more so, like, you know, you play with black dolls type of thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no further than that. Yeah. And it was, like, understand that this is how you look. Um, but with my grandma, she never really talked about being a black woman That's either. interesting, right? Yeah. I Like, when I look back, the the things I would say that she taught me, though, are that, you know, black people should own their home. Mm. Black people should have good credit. And again, like, she got it out the mud not working because, I mean, she was a maid originally. And then after that, she would just take her money and flip it playing horses. Ooh. And, like, that's how she made money. Mm-hmm. And that's how she made shit happen. And my grandma was never without. She was never struggling. Like, she had struggles. But it wasn't struggles where it's like, we not eating today. Right. It was more so like, I'm going to figure it out type of thing. So I feel like with her, it was like, you got to own stuff. Like, you got to... Ownership. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you got to be able to get things when you need it. If you need to charge to a credit card, you need to have good credit to do those things. Like, I don't know. I would have to talk about my other grandma if we're going to talk about this. Because my other grandma, she was very different in that she grew up upper middle class from Texas and she moved to L.A., very different upbringing. And for her, black women have to be prim and proper. Mm-hmm. Like, and she always tell me every Sunday, you iron your clothes for every day of the week. You need to have, do your nails. You need to sit down and flat iron your hair. Well, not flat iron, press your hair. Like, you have to be down to the nines. Like, you need to look good. Like, you need to have everything laid out for the week. You need to make your lunch for every day. And you need to just look good. 
I'm like, who needs to do all that? For what? Like, why? Like, you need to wear your pearls. Yes. Have your little jewelry. Like, yes. you need to be prepared. And I feel like, why? And she's like, because as a black woman, you need to present yourself in this certain light. And I'm yeah. like, that's because you grew up differently? Because like I said, she grew up upper middle class. Mm. Whereas my dad, my mom's mom, they grew up poor. Mm-hmm. So her outlook is going to be different in that, like, the fact that she even made sure she bought a house is, like, mind-blowing. Because it's like, she didn't she didn't have that foundation. Like, right. her grandparents were slaves. Yeah. So, like, she didn't have that foundation. So very different upbringings and how, like, they navigated the world. Because, like I said, you have my mom's mom who was like, just make sure you're good. Like, you can buy things. Like, flip your money how you need to. And my dad's mom was like, you got to present this certain way. Blah, blah, blah. Like... I don't know. It was very interesting. Like, even looking back, I'm like, it's so interesting how I was, like, placed with these people. Because, like I said, like, even, like, my dad, he grew up upper middle class again. And my mom, she grew up more so poor. And, like, navigating that, it's like, this is so interesting. Yeah, no, I know it definitely wasn't. Everybody, um, both my grandparents, nobody, we wouldn't warn no, not even halfway money. From my, from what I know, like everybody, both sides grew up pretty. I will say that my great, my on my mom's side, my grandmother, her mom had like they had like farms and stuff, and they actually did have houses and stuff. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so I don't know though. Never talked about money either with them. That's another interesting yeah. thing. Why do you think older people don't talk about money? Because speaking of farms, my grandma still gets money off her farm in Texas. And I'm like, why doesn't she, like, it's weird because, like, my dad's parents, to give a little bit of a background, they just grew up a little more wealthy. So, like, when my great-grandparents moved here, they bought four houses. And, you know, some houses in L.A. house, like, they're side by side and, like, one part goes upstairs, one is downstairs. Mm -hmm. I forget what they're called. They bought, like, four of those. And then, like, they had their land in Texas. And then my grandpa... I, you know he owns a whole block yep mm-hmm. and it's just so interesting because they don't tell me any of these things like they don't i'm like so when you die what happens to your like farm in texas like we just gonna like yeah. what's gonna happen like you need to tell us these things yeah i don't know what that's about we know nothing yeah i feel like we're gonna have to have a part two because <laughs> <laughs> i feel like now that i'm over here I'm like i really need to talk about my other granny too mm-hmm. um but and maybe we can do a part to it, and that's where we can, like, get some other people's perspectives and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that, because these generations, I don't know why they don't be talking about money. I know, but Especially I wonder. know stuff. I wonder if that's just, like, I wonder if that's, if that's really not a thing, and we just think it from our perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of other friends I know who grandparents are, have been around, are still around type of thing, if they talked about money. Um, but you know what? I haven't talked about, I haven't talked to people a lot about like their grandmothers and what they've taught them necessarily. Well, my friend Sandria, um, I don't know. Cause I feel like my mom don't, you know, even growing up, like my mom and my dad didn't really talk about money. So it's like, if they didn't talk about money, of course, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's like, I feel like. I will be the first in my next generation to talk about money, like, very mm-hmm. openly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, y'all, hope you enjoyed this episode of Black Women Healing Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode. 
So y'all, we have to shout out our friends over at Fiverr. We are officially a Fiverr affiliate. And I love Fiverr because you can literally go to them for any type of project you might wanna work on, whether it be if you need a new logo, you need help with the resume, you need help with social media, they help you over there. So go ahead and check out our friends over at Fiverr. That's five E-R-R. So five with two R's at the end. So go ahead and check them out with the link in our bio and tell them that we sent you.